Hello and welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk to the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan McCoops, I'm your host, and today we are talking to Ryan Z from Book Sweeps. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Hey Nathan, uh, great to be here. This is um, fun for me, I'm excited to, to do this episode because it, it's covering a topic of uh, the book publishing industry that I haven't really covered before, which is promotion, and um, specifically like email marketing promotions, things like that. So um, for people for, who aren't familiar with Book Sweeps, I know many people have already heard of you, but could you tell people a little bit about uh, you and your business and what you do? Yeah, definitely. So um, I started Book Sweeps, uh, Book Sweeps back in uh, 2016. Um, it was sort of an outgrowth of uh, consulting that I had been doing with a number of uh, romance authors. Um, so we had sort of uh, been trying to come up with ways to grow the audiences of a number of these uh, um, traditionally published romance authors who were tr- transitioning to hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were trying to figure out ways to help them grow their platforms as they were transitioning into the, like, the self-publishing model. Um, so we came up with this, you know, I came up with this approach of, you know, leveraging the audiences of um, these authors together so that they would be promoting each other um, as a means of grow, helping them, each other grow their audiences. So, you know, it sort of built on itself um, over about a period of six months uh, until about the end of 2016 where we really started getting traction and a lot of people started hearing about us. Um, and so, like, the, the model basically is just, uh, it's a cross-promotion model of promotion um, where we get, uh, all, we bring together authors in different genres um, and we try to make them as specific as possible. So, you know, you'd have uh, not just contemporary romance, but, you know, like cowboy romance or mm-hmm. uh, um, in dystopian science fiction, etc. Um, and we, you know, we create uh, uh, giveaway giveaways where, um, you know, uh, uh, we promote um, uh, we promote the uh, page to our list of readers that we've grown over the years. So we have about 100,000 readers on, on our email list. Um, and um, we get we bring together all these authors, and they uh, readers come to the page uh, where uh, these authors are listed, um, and they check off the names of the authors they're interested in uh, uh, receiving emails from, and uh, in exchange they can be entered they're entered to win a um, a prize package. Usually it includes a Kindle or an ebook, uh, an e-reader, um, and then ebooks from each of the participating authors. Um, so that's the basic model. It's all GDPR compliant because. Um, the readers have to actually check boxes by the author's names, and they also actually have to uh, check another box indicating that they want to actually hear from them in addition to that mm-hmm. uh, separately. So it's all like very, a lot of, we put hoops, you know, sort of in front of the readers intentionally to make sure they're actually interested um, in hearing from the authors and not just, uh, you know, in it for a prize to the extent yeah. that that's possible. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Um, we had a comment from Tammy Lebrecht. She says, um, I forgot. She's oh balls! I forgot to answer Ryan's last message. Hi Ryan. Book sweeps freaking rocks. <laughs> so hey, Tammy. Um, hi Tammy. Thanks yeah. for watching. <laughs> um, yeah. So you have some some fans already already watching who've uh, used this um, service before. And we Appreciate we that. were able to to chat in person at Nink and, and one of the um, night owls I was in in the evening. We were having a discussion about email marketing and. Um, I remember someone asked about your marketing in particular and, and as far as who was using it. And a lot of hands in the room went up as far as people who have used <laughs> used your marketing already or knew of it at least or were curious about it. So you've, you've definitely become um, a more well-known name in the industry, especially in the indie space. Um, right. One of the things that 
that excites me about this method of, of doing marketing, it's something that I think is important for people to think about, is that like I, I did a survey of my readers of, um, last year. I do it frequently. Just ask them how they found out about me. How did they discover my books? And uh, right. I also sometimes ask, like, how are they searching for books on Amazon and stuff like that? And I was surprised at how many people came back to me and said, oh, I don't search on Amazon. I don't look there. I just get deals in my inbox. And or they just end up, you know, on people's newsletters, whatever it is. And they don't shop the way we necessarily think they shop. And I thought that was really interesting. There's a whole swath of readers out there who are just doing things like this with promotion. So I think it's an important part of book marketing to focus on. And I think that you've got kind of obviously you're doing something really well because a lot of people are are finding out about you. Um, I know there wasn't yeah, I mean, really a question think, in there, but oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I noticed there wasn't really a question in there for you, but yeah, feel free to expound. Uh, yeah, I mean, just um, something that I sort of think yeah. about as you know, as in terms of the way I approach the promotions themselves, is sort of you know, creating an experience um, for the readers that sort of goes beyond the content of the books themselves. Um, so, like, goes you know, from the landing pages to sort of the way that we. Um, email the readers and the kind of messaging that we give them. Um, they, you know, we try to provide an ex- just like a, you know, the idea of experiential marketing mm. where it's not just about the result that you're achieving, but the, but the process that leads to that result. Um, and then I think that uh, in my experience, I think that has an impact not only on sort of the quality of the subscriber at the end of the process, but, um, it makes for, it makes the entire process more enjoyable for, for the, you know, for the consumer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's something to think about as, you know, as an author, even marketing your book, you know, we're sort of looking at the intangibles around your marketing, mm-hmm. um, around the way that your books are being framed. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also, um, obviously, you're doing group giveaways as opposed to just doing individual book giveaways. So there is sort of a, a power in numbers and also a power by association. Um, is there a, are there any particular criteria that you use for, for selecting authors or is it sort of, um, can any books qualify for this? How do you make those kind of calls? Um, so in terms of the, the bigger group giveaways, we don't, the only qualifications really are, um, that the books fit the genre for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, it just sort of happens that, uh, Without too much effort on our part, most of the books we get are fairly high quality. Mm-hmm. We don't really, I guess it's probably, probably part of the pricing model. It's sort of, you know, if you're, you know, it, people who are writing, you know, books that maybe aren't up to the quality of, you know, professional indie authors or mm-hmm. professional, you know, traditionally published authors aren't really participating. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we do look out for, we had, an, you know, with the whole scamming issue on Amazon, we did have an issue. We had an issue a couple years ago. Um, where it came to our attention that some of those people were trying to infiltrate our promotions, and so obviously, we, as soon as we found out about that, we removed them. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, as long as the books are legitimate and the authors are legitimate, um, and the covers, you know, look, you know, decent, yeah. um, and they fit the criteria, you know, there's not really any issue. Yeah. Um, for those promotions, anyway. I suppose a lot of time, if people have reached the level of marketing where they're aware of this as a tool and understand this, they probably understand some of the basics, like. You know, having a well-edited book or having a nice cover, like yeah. hopefully they have crossed that bridge before this. Um, Tammy comments and says, separating not just by genre but by subgenre or flavor is the thing that makes uh, book sweeps head and shoulders above the other list-building stuff. You get the right sort of subscribers; it makes all the difference. I am a super fan. Let's you know, 
Great, great comment there from Tammy, former guest of the show. I might sell that as a testimonial. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But yeah, no, it it is important that I think that that reader expectation, like finding a place where reader expectations meet results is important. And it sounds like you do a good job of specifying what they're going to get before they get it. And then living up to the the results. Um, Yeah, definitely. What so so from the reader point of view, uh, what are you doing? What do you do to attract readers to your site? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so part of it is um, what I found strangely enough is that when we send emails, we end up getting people who um, I think our readers are sharing the the promotions themselves mm. uh, with other readers because uh, we see that a lot of you know we have a lot of new people coming to the site on a regular basis, sort of organically. Um, so we've been fortunate in that way, and that sort of goes back to my point about like the experience around the product. Um, you know, creating you know a, a website and an experience for the readers that makes them want to share it with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been sort of a secret sauce is the fact that we don't always necessarily have to do that much marketing in certain aspects um, because um, there's a lot of organic kind of reach that's happening mm-hmm. uh, through either our own reader sharing or through. Um, Authors sharing, and then we also run Facebook ads and other things like that. But um, I, I think it goes back to the idea, of, like I was saying, of you know, if you build something that people really you know enjoy, um, and really focusing on that experience, you know, people will sort of do the word of mouth marketing for you mm-hmm. to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a really powerful tool if you kind of figure out how to tap into it. Okay. So um, in terms of how authors should be kind of approaching this from a mindset point of view. Um, obviously, they're coming uh-huh. at it, they're, like we talked about, they're kind of coming at a different branch of marketing here. It's not just Facebook ads or Amazon ads or something like that. We're, we're building an email list, which, you know, of course, we've talked about the importance of that on the show in the, in the past. But um, once these readers are on your list, say, for example, you've joined one of these giveaways, what are some ways that you encourage people to kind of go from kind of a relatively cold lead, someone who's just heard about you through this giveaway, to actually becoming a, a, a buyer, a reader, a fan? What's that? Uh-huh. What's, do you have any advice on that side of things? Um, so it's obviously, it differs by the genre. It differs um, sort of by what, uh, you know, what kind of, what your sort of outlay, what your output looks like mm-hmm. in terms of what kind of books, how many, like if you're writing in series, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in general... You know, we recommend that authors, with these readers in particular, we recommend that because they're getting emails from a lot of people, um, often in you know fairly close proximity to each other, that they don't, you know, uh, try to hard sell them right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically, when when authors do have issues with the service, when they'll you know it doesn't happen very often, but occasionally we get someone who says you know we had you know too many people unsubscribe and etc. Um, usually, when we look at their emails, it was they either had some kind of hard sell in the email, with the, you know, that was very prominent. Mm-hmm. Or they put some sort of immediate, um, like, if you're not interested in hearing from me, unsubscribe kind of thing at the very top of the email. Yeah. Um, and often there are other issues, just like, you know, there are formatting issues with the email, or, you know, they use too many colors to sort of distract um, from what they actually want the readers to do. Um, so my basic advice to authors when, when I see the emails that are causing them issues is... Um, to sort of simplify the content, not to focus on, you know, 8,000 things at once, but really focus on, you know, one thing that you can get 
uh, readers to do, but at the same time sort of, you know, ingratiates them with you. So, you know, give them, you know, a sample of a book or a free read or, um, you know, you know, put in, and then on top of that, like sort of try to put it inside of a narrative um, that, uh, you know, personalizes the experience. It's a little hard to explain how that would work in the abstract, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, if you can sort of demonstrate your personality in a way while also giving them something that makes them feel part of your uh, community and doesn't mm-hmm. seem like too much like you're asking them yeah. to, you know, yeah, bye, 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 or, you know, that sort of thing can help a lot. I definitely, I, and I think that um, Tammy used the comment how she's a, a super fan of yours. I know David Gogren, who's been on the show, talks a lot about the idea of a super fan where you're not just trying to get readers, you're trying to make them fans, and in this case, that involves a personal relationship between you as a person and right. that other person on the other end of this giveaway. And so it's, I know that that mindset shift is important. I, I had an email one of my most popular emails I've ever sent out was a complete shift from what I normally do. And it was just me telling this story about getting ripped off by someone who had my ATM card and like me, like going around as like a detective trying to find, find, do my research and finding this person who had stolen my money and um, people related to it. And I got so many responses because people were like, Oh, I would have handled this similarly. Or like, they just had a, they felt, they felt a certain way about that scenario. And just by right. having that little story in there, I had so much more inter- inter- interaction than if I had just said, okay, this is about my books. And if I had just stuck to books, it wouldn't have been right. personal to them. And I think that that's right. kind of an important thing to think about is like that, that there's a person on the other end of this email and trying to connect with something that they will relate to right, on a universal level. And uh, yeah. at least I've had some success with that in the past. Um, oh, Cecilia Mecca yep. says, I am a super fan too. Love Ryan. So Cecilia says, says hello. Another, and Hi, uh, Cecilia. Patrick says, howdy. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, I think the, the other thing I would add to that is that, you know, when you're getting readers from a giveaway, the other thing to realize is that they're not, um, they're coming to you as colder leads than they would if you, you know, if they came to you through your book. Mm-hmm. So you, you sort of can't be writing the email in the same way. You need to, you know, put more effort into kind of meeting them where they are, mm-hmm. sort of like you're meeting an acquaintance for the first time. Uh, you, know, you know, you're not talking to a family member, so to speak, like a super fan who you might consider, right. um, relative speaking. You know, you're talking to someone who really needs, you need to, you know, put more effort into making them get to know you. Yeah. And what are some ways that, I mean, obviously these are some good tips, but any other ways to make yourself stand out from maybe the other hundred people in this giveaway, if there's, you know, however many, what, what is the typical size of your giveaways? How many other authors are, are in a bundle usually? I've, I've used your um, promotions, but I'm forgetting. Um, so typically they'll go anywhere from like 25 to 50, 40, 50 hmm. on the high end. Okay. Uh, usually they're in the, about the 30 range, 30, okay. 40 range. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, in terms of, you know, what, uh, like I was saying, I, I think the most successful authors, what they tend to do is, you know, the email itself is fairly simple. You know, it doesn't have a lot of distracting elements, and that doesn't have a lot of colors. It's just sort of a black on white kind of email. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, simple heading um, with, you know, a friendly introduction um, and a simple call to action. And doesn't have like 8,000 things. So here's my book. Here's my, you know, the 10,000 events I'm doing on Facebook next week. Here's, you know, 8,000 books you can find, and also here's some books from my friends, yeah. and, you know, here's, like, cat pictures, etc. You know, it's, like, it's really easy to overwhelm people 
if you do that, nobody, you know, people just unsubscribe. It's like too much. It's like too much information, you know. Yeah. So um, that's what, and that's what I've seen. You know, just scanning the emails of the people who, you know, tell us, oh yeah, hey, this was a really this worked really well for me. Um, obviously, we don't look at everyone's email. There'd be, you know, way too many emails. But mm-hmm. um, anecdotally, those are the, you know, the ones we've looked at. Those are the ones that tend to do the best. Okay. Yeah, that's that's solid advice. It is definitely overwhelming. We, I mean, inbox clutter is a is a big problem. Um, right. And, and you and you have to realize you're competing not only against other authors but also like everything else that that's in their inbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, some certain promotions. Any advice for getting out of like the promotions tab, for example? Like, do you do you feel like do you run into this yourself with your lists of trying to get open rates? Um, <sighs> Um, yeah, yours. yeah. I mean, so I think uh, Tammy would probably agree with me. A smart thing to do um, initially is to ask people to, you know, put you on their contact list mm-hmm. um, or whitelist your email in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, I think Brian Cohen uh, recommends, and I've seen success with this also, you know, having them uh, reply to your email. Mm-hmm. Uh, so asking a question or something like that, because if they do reply to your email, I think that also helps trigger the uh, algorithm so that the, it goes, it's more likely to go into your inbox. And yeah. in a promotions folder, yeah. Um, so those are two things I would you know come to mind right away. Good advice. Um, yeah. So um, I noticed there's some discoverability tools on your website on BookSweeps. There's some featured authors, for example, things like that. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Uh, so some of those things are actually still being rolled out. So we uh, rolled out a new version of the website uh, late um, summer, early fall. Um, and so, uh, some of those features are still being rolled out, but you can apply for them, um, for some of them on the website itself after you register. Uh, so if you go to booksweeps.com slash, uh, authors, there's a, uh, button to register on the site. And then from there you can find different ways to apply for certain things. So the list building giveaways that we run are the sort of the most popular thing that we do. Um, but we also, uh, run promotions for book club followers. Um, and then we also have, uh, a ways to get featured on other pages when some of those things are still forthcoming. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, so what so, are um, so what are some things yeah. you see coming out in the future? Uh, where's your, you know, head on the horizon here? What's what's coming out? So my, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the next big project I'm working on is actually sort of a spinoff of what we've been doing with Book Sweeps. So it's actually it's something called uh, my book. It's going to be called mybookevents.com, um, and it's going to be a platform where you can actually promote, uh, organize, and share. Um, all of your uh, online and offline events. Um, and so, you know, this is sort of like, it would kind of replace an events page on your typical author website. Um, but at the same time, it'll also feed into this massive directory of events that anyone could come to this website and find. Um, so the idea behind that is obviously, you know, um, getting more people to discover, you know, getting readers to discover events they wouldn't otherwise know about. And those mm-hmm. could be, you know, book funnel type giveaways, you know, it could be a Facebook Live like this. It could be a Facebook event. It could be, you know, a signing at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just sort of the idea of, you know, because most, um, you know, most book events are sort of in these information silos. You go to one author's website or you sign up for one author's newsletter um, and you would find out about, you know, their events. But what about there if there are 10 other authors who you might also be interested in that you have no idea about? Mm-hmm. So that's sort of the idea there is getting, um, you know, helping more authors, you know, find readers and helping more readers find authors mm-hmm. that they might be interested in. Yeah. And so so I'm excited about that. 
Yeah, it sounds like a valuable platform for assets people to be aware of because it is hard to operate in a vacuum. It is hard to just be one author trying to do everything on your own, you know, promotion-wise. And by teaming up with other people, and like I said, like I said, the word of mouth thing is big. But the more you can associate with other successful authors, and you can all kind of help each help lift each other up. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for that approach to marketing, uh-huh. and and your sites are are great for that um, because you, you almost become like affiliated with people, other people in in readers' minds. It's like, oh, I've right, right. this this I've heard of this guy's name with this author. She was great, so I'll probably like him too. Yeah, you know, there's there's some right, psychology right. to it. I think. That, yeah, that I think is I interesting. Um, Amanda Bird says, she's talking about. Uh, Tammy's book, but she says, "Oh, Cecilia says I am so excited about this." Okay, so you've already got another excited person ready for your your next new website. <laughs> um, Amanda Bird had a question about how to get people to reply. I guess she says she's asked questions, but no one responds. So I guess um, that gets back to the kind of the reader engagement thing and probably the establishing personal and, relatable questions. Huh? Yeah, and it also has to do with you know, is your question sort of piled, uh, you know sandwich in between other things that you're asking them for you know Mm -hmm. is your question the only call to action in your email Mm -hmm. or is it you know number four after you know download this ebook for free read my you know buy this book check out my other events i'll also have a question for you Mm -hmm. you know so i'm not sure obviously how this you know how this author in particular is doing it but Mm -hmm. um in general i would say you know if you want people to respond to your question put it at the very top of your email Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people are reading emails on mobile these days and uh, I find when I, you know, when I send a, a promotional email that, you know, the things at the very top of the email always get the most clicks. Yeah. Um, and that's partially because, you know, the email cuts off at a very early point in the email, uh, on a phone in particular. You only get, like, the first 50 words, maybe. Yeah. Um, so if you can stick the question at the very top before they actually have to scroll, they're more likely to take action um, on whatever it is you're asking them to do. That's good, um, guys. And that's borne out for me a lot of times. <laughs> over yeah. and over again so um so that's, yeah, definitely like check your mobile like that's a big thing you know it's, it, the, the statistics are moving around so that you know it's like 60 percent of people tend to look at their emails on mobile i think it's de- you know it's a little different among older populations mm-hmm. but on the whole uh you know it's moving to around 60 percent or more and so i would definitely make sure to check like send yourself tests of whatever emails you're sending before you actually schedule them um and ch- look on your own phone see how it looks um, you know, even look at different uh, mobile browsers. I know Gmail has a tendency to, like, um, the mobile Gmail app has a tendency to display the email somewhat differently than other email clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like, you know, look around, see how it how it's um, displaying, um, and uh, you know, adapt both the font and also the formatting of the email so that you get as much content at the top of it uh, as you can, mm-hmm. uh, at least the most important content. That's what I would try to do if you can. Yeah. Um, and I think um, and like. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I mean, so, so that also, like, you know, so some authors you'll notice put will put, like, a giant book image at the top of the email, mm. uh, which, may work, like, which requires you to automatically scroll down. And if you're, again, remember that you're writing these emails, like, people are receiving these emails in the context of many, many other different things besides, you know, other book, you know, book newsletter and author newsletters, etc. So if it takes them, if they have to think about, oh, I got to scroll through this, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, you know, it's another obstacle to them actually reading and taking action on what you want them to do. Yeah. Um, I have a recent experience too was, I mean, taking a page from book sweeps, which is, you know, incentivizing readers to do something, not just, okay, not just give me your email, 
because, but give it because you're going to get something out of it. Um, I've switched recently right. this last um, month for 2019. I switched to asking a question of the month. However, it's a little bit incentivized where I do a paperback giveaway of the month. Like people get a signed paperback of one of my books each month. Someone will, someone will win it. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of sort of bribing them to get to know me better, like to share more information, like answer this question. And you might win this paperback. Yeah. So <clears throat> it kind of works to increase that reader engagement while also giving them a little bit of an incentive to hit that reply button as opposed to just yeah, definitely. straight up asking. Um, so off, you know, yeah, Amanda, and I know maybe that's, maybe that's, that'll help Amanda out. Um, but thank you for the questions. Thank you, everyone who's who's been watching and commenting. Uh, it's always very much appreciated. If you're watching the replay later, uh, feel free to throw out more comments or questions, and, and hopefully Ryan will be able to pop back on um, and answer questions in we'll the do. future as well. Um, <clears throat> so, so we got a couple couple new things on the horizon from you. Uh, will you be um, at any events? Will I see you at Nink again this year? Uh, yeah, I want to be there. My plan is still to go there. I'm also going to be at uh, the Selmore Book Show okay. in uh, Chicago. So those are the two events I have on my schedule right now. I'm also about to move, so I'm getting prepared for that. So, okay. where uh, do you live? I live. Uh, I well, I live in New York most of the time. I'm, I'm moving to Portland actually. Oh wow, that's <laughs> a big move. So it's a big, big move. Yeah, but I'm excited. What's inspiring to change? Uh, change of scenery. Yeah. I, I just. I, I was traveling around the, the the country a little bit the last couple months of the year, um, and I'm visiting different states, seeing sort of where I wanted to live, and sort of uh, mm-hmm. what's what fit how I you know where I wanted to be. Uh, I don't know. Portland really stood out to me, um, so I'm excited. I mean, they have the biggest bookstore in the world, which is pretty cool. Oh wow! Uh, I think it's the biggest bookstore. They have Bull Powell's is uh, and they actually support indie authors too. Powell's um, okay. So. Yeah, Powell's is the biggest independent bookstore in the world. I'm pretty sure it's the biggest bookstore in the world, period. Um, but my new apartment is going to be only a few blocks from there, so I'm really excited to spend some time there and uh, help support the indie authors in the in the area to the extent that I can. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be happy to have you. Um, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds like fun. I'm going to have to check it out. I've been slowly starting to collect um, bookstore T-shirts. One of my... my uh-huh. uh, Sister sent me one for my birthday. I'm like, this is a great idea. Why don't I wear more T-shirts that support bookstores? So um, I don't know. I just switched into a collared shirt because to be fancy for you. But um, <laughs> um, I'll have to, you'll have to let me know if Powell's has any good T-shirts when you get out there. Yes, we'll, we'll they, I know them. they have some. Uh, they have some good uh, bags. But yeah. uh, we always like some good book swag. This is yep. this is important. But uh, well, that's, that's exciting. So that'll be a um, good change. That's the cool thing about this sort of digital nomad age we're living in, where it's like, you know, if you can work from anywhere, um, then you can yeah. kind of choose your, choose your scenery, choose your location. That's pretty exciting. Um, but how about online? Where's the best place for people to contact you, find out about you, chat with you, learn more about your books, your uh, service? Um, so if you're interested in book sweeps, you can uh, sign up. Uh, for the mailing list at uh, booksweeps.com slash authors um, and you can register there right now. My personal website is actually currently under construction but uh, you can sign up there too. It's ryanz.com. That's R-Y-A-N-Z-E.com mm-hmm. um, and then my book events site uh, is also under construction so it's not ready yet but um, we'll be sending out emails um, as soon as we uh, have something to show for that. Okay. That's pretty cool. And I saw that you are, you're on Facebook and I was going to um, share your link if that's alright to your uh Ryan Z page yeah, on, yeah, on the Facebook group. And uh, what's your social media of choice for, for chit-chatting with people? 
Uh, Facebook, definitely. I hate Twitter. Yeah. Sorry, Cecilia. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got to have, have their outlet. Yeah, Cecilia loves Twitter. Yeah, she's she's good at a lot of the social media, so she's we have we have a lot to learn from Cecilia. But yeah, um, so this has been fun. I really appreciate you you taking time out of your day to come and chat with us and um, share information about Book Sweeps. This is this is great. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and thank you everyone for for watching, for commenting. Um, like I said, if you have more comments for Ryan or questions for Ryan, uh, feel free to leave them in the comments. I'll throw some links in the comments too, and. Um, uh, Cecilia is growling at us, I think. This is, there's some sort of comment. This <laughs> um, yeah, is what I said about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is true. Um, you get, we'll have to continue, continue this debate in the comments, I'm sure. But anyway, anyway um, thank you everyone for, everyone for watching and for listening, and um, we'll be back again next week with another episode. So long. Ciao.